Wake Up Track Counties live from our Civil Lot studio. Good morning. I'm Sean Kernan, and joining us live in the studio this morning, Andrew Dwyer with the Kiwani Parks. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me back. Let's talk about it. Of course, the splash pad has been a big topic of conversation this week. It has. We found out Tuesday that we were awarded a $600,000 grant from IDNR, uh, Illinois Department of Natural Resources, uh, for an open space land acquisition grant, OSLAD, uh, for splash pads. So that's uh, going to be uh, a big a big project coming up here in the next few months, uh, up to a year, for us to get that off the ground and get it going. That's going to be going in at Liberty Park. Yeah. I would love to say it's going to be this year, but I've uh, been in government a long time and the wheels of government turn very, very slow. You like to steps. wait until you actually have the cash in hand before you start spending it. Yeah, we have to sign <laughs> off. We have to sign off on some paperwork mm -hmm. and then we have to, to show our project is, is, is right and proper and, and spending the money uh, in the most uh, judicious way possible to, to benefit not only the state of Illinois, but our community. So we'll probably hopefully break ground sometime uh, later this fall or at least get a good um, head uh, steam going on that. And then the, the goal would be to have it ready by next May uh, in 2025. And uh, there's still a lot of research that goes into this. You want to, I, I'm, from what I've been told, you want to do a recirculation style splash pad. Yeah, that the original plan is to, to put it on a, a recirculation, recirculator is what it called. It is a very expensive piece of equipment that would be somewhere around a third of the total, uh, total cost of the project. So it, it would eat up quite a bit. So we're looking at options. Uh, we're looking at all of our options. We'll be talking with the state to see what, what their thoughts are the city, uh, because as the city brings, sends water and we have to make sure that they can handle 80, 90, 100 gallons a minute on mm -hmm. the infrastructure. So we have partners all over uh, the community and the state that we'll be working on. And then we may look at additional funds if we say that this project looks like it could be a little bit bigger we may be looking at some some different adding some different funding to it to balloon it up a little bit more if you're going to go uh with with a project like this you go big and so we want to make sure that we don't have restrooms and a fence and all those things that you have to have for uh that go with a a pool uh, the pool code and, and a splash pad there and then have five features we're, we're not looking at doing that we're going to do what we can to make this something that is going to be the proper size and we know it's going to be well attended so we're, we're excited to to get to work on it that's uh, really the the first and foremost thing as soon as i learned it was boom 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 let's get going it's like okay i see that the state just issued uh uh, the awards for the city for their splat or their Oslag grant last year out of Francis Park that was almost a year so uh, we know we're going to have time we're going to push that that envelope a little bit to try to get started this fall within six to eight months that way we can have it for the next year because 12 to 14 months pushes it out you mm -hmm. know all two seasons and that I, we, we don't want to do that the recirculation style as much as it is a little bit more expensive as it also is a long-term savings Possibly. Uh, it all depends on the ex uh, the expense of water. You, at this point, you would be spending for chemical. You would be spending for restroom supplies. You would be spending on uh, additional electrical uh, infrastructure that goes in place. So it's not necessarily, you're not 100% looking at the cost savings, uh, but you know, if we put restrooms out there, that's an amenity to the community as well. So uh, all aspects considered. Uh, my target is to run it for 30 years and see exactly where we are. And if it's an egregious separation, then you know that's something that we will talk to the community about. Uh, community outreach, public input is something that will be key in this uh, to see what, what our constituents like. 
Splash pads uh, nationwide have become the most popular element to put into uh, parks and park districts across the country. Yeah, it's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, you can you can have uh, two weeks in May of 60 degree weather and boom, there's one 80 degree day. Bam, you hit the button and kids can go play on in the splash pad. Uh, not the same for a pool. You, you can't do that. That water is going to be in the low 70s and, and no one's going to want to swim in it. Uh, it extends the season. It could be uh, May. You could add May. And then August and September could, will definitely be added as well as when we have a, a real struggle uh, with the pool. Once kids start going back to school for sporting events and practices and getting back into the thick of things, August, uh, it's it kind of dies off and it's still really hot out. Heck, it's really hot out in September. So uh, this would extend the season by roughly 90 days, 30 on the front, 60 on the back. And then any warm day that pops up, people can go out and enjoy it. And uh, I know there are a lot of people, obviously, splash pads sounds explanatory in its, in its own right, but people, there are people out there going, what exactly is this? So, yeah, so this is a uh, pressurized water system that will push water out different features. It could be a water cannon that the kids can shoot around. It could be things that shoot out of the, the ground uh, in different orders for just little darts of water it could be a bucket that fills up and dumps over it could be a swan uh, shooting an arch out of its mouth there, there's all kinds of different features that are out there uh, and then if you get into the the larger the very very large structures uh, then you can you can incorporate slides and you can incorporate all kinds of different things climbing apparatuses to make it like a jungle gym a wet jungle gym that some places have had so uh, the the opportunities are endless but our splash pad most likely will have somewhere around 10 features that'll focus around uh, the younger kids all the way up to around probably 12 and then at that point the older kids if they want to come enjoy on a hot day and ride their bikes through it more they're more than welcome to but it may not be directed directly and focused towards them what else should people know about a potential splash pad well not a whole lot it does take a little <laughs> bit of time uh, mm -hmm. to get these things off the ground i will say that uh liberty park is, is going to look very different in the next few years uh, we have a wonderful new playground out there it's massive it's wonderful my kids love it uh 35 degrees and they're like dad let's go to the park I'm like it's cold no and so we end up out the park in our coats uh, so if every as the days have been getting nicer stop out there take a look it's only going to expand it's going to most likely incorporate some sort of picnic area that is a segue from the playground over to the to the splash pad and that's going to be a big change out there in the next few years for a park that was just a little neighborhood park i think it's really going to be a draw not only for the people within a couple blocks but the people for within the city and probably from other cities uh, around what else are we talking about today well uh you know Park district stuff, it's a booming time of year at the park district. We're working on uh, budgets and a lot of other uh, office things getting ready for the season. I'd say the first and foremost thing that really comes to mind is soccer is going to be released soon. Uh, I know it's only uh, February, but you know, later this month we'll be issuing our soccer registrations. Uh, last year we had about 300 kids. We'd love to see that again. We expanded uh, to an older age group, 13 to 15 year olds, uh, which was uh, a really interesting interesting group. It's a, it's a, a gap filler between uh, the age that we previously cut off and, and high school soccer. So we have a lot of kids playing and it was really good to see that. Good turnout, very competitive. 
then our, our younger ages are always jam-packed. So I'm excited to get that released, get the word out on that. And then really that means uh, uh, spring's around the corner. I think it's Groundhog Day. And uh, I, think, uh, I think Phil said today that he didn't see a shadow. So we're going to be uh, in early spring. So I guess we'll start soccer practice soon. And you wanted to mention something about the restaurant as well. Yeah, the restaurant is still open, the 19th hole. It's open uh, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Tuesday afternoon and evening, all the other days in the morning. Uh, we had a very, very busy last Sunday uh, breakfast. A lot of people came out for breakfast. So we would love to see everybody out there and uh, and give it, give it a go as we get into the uh beginning of the spring season. Uh, our restaurant staff has been phenomenal. They've been working on some new specials and some different things. I know they put a, a real focus on service and it's really nice to see when you got to call someone in on a day when, you, when you're not expecting to be that busy. So uh, you know, services is at the forefront out there and they, they want to do everything they can to take care of everybody. And we love to provide that service because people keep always are saying in the community, we could always use more restaurants. We're trying, we're trying to meet that demand as well with the parks.